final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Landon Southwick. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. 79-59, the Cougars get the 20-point victory over LMU. Let's check out some updates and give you some final scores for BYU Athletics today. We've mentioned it a couple times, but the 19th-ranked BYU women's hoops team took care of business in Santa Clara. They won by 37 points, 103-66, so a great night for basketball for the Cougars. Paisley Harding led the team with 28 points. Other games in action today, the softball team was down at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic this today, and they took on Bethune-Cookman and shut them out 7 nothing, but went on to fall 10-3 to Tennessee, who's 17th ranked in the country. The baseball team pulled things out as their first of three games down in Arizona, scoring two in the ninth to take a 4-2 win down in Tempe in a good game for them. Coming up next, more Cougar postgame live. Coming your way on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here is Landon Southwick with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest prices on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Cougars with the 79-59 victory over the Lions. Let's check out some scores around the WCC. A number of games, five in total, are now final. Gonzaga took care of business against San Francisco, 89-73. St. Mary's 60 to 46 over San Diego, Portland 75 69 winners over Pacific and Santa Clara 89 73 over Pepperdine. A couple other games in the top 25 worth noting. Arizona, second-ranked Arizona leading Utah 53-33 and that game's currently on FS1. Still in action. Also a big game and this might be of interesting note for the Cougars. Oregon takes down 12th-ranked UCLA 68-33, and that's one to keep an eye on. Might be able to help the Cougars a little bit in their bid for postseason play. But that's a wrap for Cougar Postgame Live. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Provo, 79-59. And you heard it all here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Accelerate, down the lane, step back, elbow, jumper, he got it! Oh, Seneca Knight! So That's a scorer shot! The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Bilt Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back courtside here at the Marriott Center, Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, BYU a winner, 79-59 over LMU. Hope to be, miss it, hope to be visiting with uh, 
Could be Spencer Johnson with us here courtside uh, in a moment. I think Caleb Lohner is being brought back into the uh, main press conference, and so we'll not be visiting with Caleb, but I think Spencer Johnson might be uh, headed our way in just a minute. In fact, Spencer is coming out at this second, so we'll save the headset for Spencer. Um, He's catching up with a few folks on his way here. We'll tell you that Spencer Johnson played at 26 minutes and 9 seconds tonight and was a 3-for-3 from the field, 2-for-2 from the three-point line, 8 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists for Spence, was a plus 9 on the night as BYU wins this one big by a final score of 79-59. to And for the 16th time in the last 17 seasons, BYU has a 20-win season on its hand as the Cougars go to 20-9 and on the year and now 8-6 and in the West Coast Conference. And popping on the headset, having a seat with us here courtside is... Spencer Johnson as our Cougar Locker Room show begins and continues. And it is brought to you by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly, better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. Spence, good to have you with us. Congrats to you and the guys on a solid win. It was. Can I just say, it's good to be on after a win. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I was you going to say to last guy. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Spencer seems to draw the short straw when the Cougars don't come out with the result we want. But, uh, yes, it's nice to get Spencer. In fact, one of the things I said was, let's get Spencer after a win tonight. So uh, thanks for coming out, man. But, really, it was one of those take care of business nights. You guys played well from the start. Totally, totally. Um, we've been talking all week. Like, we, we really need these last two games. And especially for momentum, you know, going into this WCC tournament and, you know, hopefully beyond, we, we make it to March Madness and um, it's really gut check time, do or die. So when Coach Pope says that he really believes the best is still yet to come, what is he seeing in you guys and what are you seeing in yourselves that could make that come true? Um, one thing we talked about the whole game, we, we, had, we had stretches where we played really, really solid defensively. Um, so one thing we talked about was, hey, when we play 100%, we're really good. And when we play 99% on, on defense, we're not very good. So he said one thing we need, to, we need to do throughout this game and to carry on into the next game is play defense 100% on every possession. I've seen Spencer play a lot. He's a 100% guy. And I, if you want to know how to play defense, watch him. Watch what he does. No one is ever comfortable with Spencer on. It's great, great to watch you out there, Spencer. And, you know, this – this team loses your last game at St. Mary's. That's no fun for anybody. There's not, not a lot of silver linings there. But, I mean, to me watching that game, the effort was there. And you guys played super hard. Did, was that kind of the sense that we didn't get it done there, but we can build off of this for this these next few weeks? Totally. It always, it always hurts to lose. And uh, we were right there with St. Mary's. Just, you know, couldn't quite pull through. But um, this whole week has been – We've had a little, you know, salt in our mouths like that sucked and we don't want to go through that again. So LMU is a team that uh, took you right to the limit two weeks ago tonight. Uh, How much did that experience help you guys in the prep for tonight? A lot. They were a lot more physical. Uh, Last time we played them, they rebounded a lot better. And um, that was one thing that we prepped for this week as well is uh, their physicality. We had to, you know, hit them on on every – when the shot got up, and um, so, yeah, totally way better prepared this time around. They were down a starter. You were down a starter. Both teams were down a bit, so it was it was a personnel adjustment for both sides. But you really uh, made LMU pay inside. 50 to 10 was the points and the paint advantage for BYU tonight. I mean, Foose is unbelievable down there. <laughs> Just collecting and hoovering them up. And then Caleb <laughs> has a second career double-double tonight as well. Yeah, he, he was great. He was rebounding the ball. He was playing really hard. I was, I was super proud of him to 
to have a game like that. Got you off to a really nice start as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back and get some more thoughts from Spencer Johnson as we continue. BYU by 20 tonight, 79-59 over LMU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For 30 countries, we go all the way to enable global trade for a growing world. Learn more at Maersk. Well, he had a perfect shooting night tonight. He's Spencer Johnson. He's our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Greg and Mark visiting uh, with Spence. The second-to-last regular season home game for BYU Senior Night comes up on Saturday night. And it's not your senior night, thankfully. But uh, at least a couple of your teammates will be playing their final regular season game on this floor. We're talking about Alex Barcelo and Tijon Lucas. The school will also be honoring Gavin Baxter, Richard Harward. Maybe a thought about uh, uh, your emotions looking ahead to Saturday in Pepperdine on senior night. Man, we got to take care of business. Pepperdine, they're a good team. They play super free. They come out and, and shoot the ball. And it seemed like when we were there, they were making everything. Um, so definitely can't overlook them. And, you know, for these guys, it's, it's really their last – I mean, it is. It's, it's their last game they're going to play on this court in front of these fans, which is, you know, bittersweet, I'm sure. And so we're just going to come out and, and give everything we have to, to make it a sweet night for them. Spencer, it's nice to see a team, an opponent in the 50s. You had a lot of those early in the season. The last few weeks, it seems like you've lost, you've lost a little something defensively. I'm interested in your assessment as a defensive player, in my mind, that really plays good defense. What do you think was kind of missing? And it seems like you're getting a little bit of that back. I think it was just our grittiness. You know, as the season goes on with everybody, um, injuries start to happen and, and people get tired just because it's a long season. And, um, you know, but, but at the end of the year, one thing we – we talked about as players that everybody's injured, everybody's tired. What really comes down to is what do you have inside of you, what's inside your heart, and um, you, you just got to come and compete every day. And that's really what separates, you know, successful teams and, and, and people from, you know, maybe less successful. So you, you guys endured a bit of a rough patch here um, and, and maybe lost a couple of games you'd like to have back, but it doesn't erase the great wins you had earlier in the year. That's still part of your resume. It doesn't go away. And so you may not be maybe exactly where you want to be on the bubble in terms of sides of the bubble, but you believe you can still get there if you just keep winning games, right? Totally, totally. You know, anything can happen. As we come into this conference tournament, there's a lot of things that can, you know, teams win, teams lose that aren't supposed to, and a lot of things shift around. So um, I believe in our guys that we can come in and, and make a statement and, you know, we can come in and and do – you know what we're supposed to do and our season's not over and we still have a lot of basketball left to play when you hear that BYU is exploring possibilities of maybe even throwing an add-on game between Saturday and Las Vegas what are your thoughts on that let's go go anywhere play anybody add to the resume right yeah what the heck let's go <laughs> <laughs> so you're in favor yeah always I'm always in favor of another game if they schedule it you'll be on the plane totally okay <laughs> well, tonight was tonight was a lot of fun, and uh, let's also note the fact that uh, the crowds continue to be great. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you've had tremendous crowd support all year, around 13,000 in tonight for this one. Bigger crowd we expect on the weekend for senior night. I know you appreciate Cougar Nation uh, sticking with you guys all, all year long. We love Cougar Nation. You guys come out and support us every every game, and you know we couldn't ask for better fans and, and better people to support us, so we love you guys. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on with us tonight, and uh, congrats to you on the personally uh, really uh, superlative night shooting-wise, and the team played tremendous top to bottom. We look forward to more from you and the boys on Saturday. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Spencer Johnson will come back with Coach Mark Pope on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, in tonight's final stats, uh, just adjusted. Uh, BYU led for 39 minutes and 4 seconds of tonight's 40 minutes. BYU did never trail in this game as Cougars take it over the Lions by a score of 79-59. to 59. So BYU now goes to 17-1 in its last 18 games against Loyola Marymount. And uh, the Lions have now lost 10 straight overall. They've lost eight straight on the road. They've lost nine straight at BYU. So all those streaks, negative ones extended for the Lions as BYU wins its penultimate regular season home game, 79-59. to Greg Rubel and Mark Durant visiting with you. The other Mark, Mark Pope, is about to sit down and put on the headset. Before we not, do that, we'll t- go ahead, Mark. Not only is it the penultimate game, it's the second, second to last. I, I knew that was coming somehow <laughs> from you. But, uh, yes, indeed, uh, second-to-last regular season home game, BYU and LMU. They'll do it with Pepperdine on Saturday to wrap things up. Let's get to our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. Is it okay to go with Caleb's second-to-career double-double tonight? Absolutely. It was valuable. Caleb looks tremendous lately and I'm talking to my buddies like you can feel every person in this arena is pulling for Caleb Lohner to, to succeed play like we know he wants to play and the fans love it when he does and he's being more under control and, and confident and a lot of energy rebound I mean he he's a terrific and I, that may be the missing piece for BYU for the rest of the way if Caleb can perform at a high level so Caleb Lohner, who'd been averaging 11.5 points per game over his last two games, went to 13 with 11 rebounds for his second career double-double, a plus 16, by the way, as well for Caleb. So 13 points, 11 boards, a couple of assists as well. And so over, over his last three games, Caleb is, has shot a 16 for 23 from the field. That's pretty good, I think. That's a good percentage. And from the three-point line, he's four of his last five as well. That's an, also an excellent percentage. We need to find a way next year to get Caleb started a little because his freshman year he struggled and then was lights out in conference play. Took him a little longer this year. But, man, you can see he's got the skills. And it was uh, just something going on with him, and he's kind of figured it out right now. Hopefully that continues because if he can hit the three and teams have to come out on him, that just opens up everything for everybody. And so that's good to see. With a shout-out to the Beastie Boys, Caleb has the skills to pay the bills. We'll pay a couple bills and come back with Coach Mark Pope as we continue on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues. Brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant. We're visiting. We'll soon visit with Mark Pope. Coach Mark Pope is uh, making his way through the throngs to the headset here courtside. A lot of throngs in the stands tonight. You know, I mean, it's so hard to get attendance out. I was reading about football this year and how the attendance is down. This is a great show, and the fans are awesome to begin with. But then you come, you got the the, the the curtain drop, you got the Cougarettes cheerleaders, you got Cosmo doing these crazy stunts. He had an amazing stunt tonight. You got the half, halftime show and and all the you know timeout stuff. This is a part. This is a fun night, and it's great family entertainment. It's hard to find. And I love to see everyone coming out supporting this team. Uh, this was a great crowd tonight. Just under 13,000 fans in attendance for this one. Senior night is next up, Saturday night against Pepperdine. We'll see if the Cougars can uh, stay in the top 10 nationally. They were around, uh, they were 15,000 plus on the average coming into tonight. That'll drop a little bit. They could boost it back up and see if they finish as a top 10 attendance team in the NCAA Division I season. That'd be kind of a cool thing to do. Uh, not too many teams out of the P5s find themselves in the top 10. I think BYU and Creighton are the only two non-P5 teams in the top 10. Creighton's considered from a power basketball conference, the, uh, the, the, the big six, if you will, but of the P5s, the true P5s, I believe just BYU and Creighton find themselves in that attendance top 10. Nice company to be with, and that's where the Cougs have been all, basically all of this year. Man, I, I love it. BYU fans have always been great. Going on the road, seeing what they bring on the road. Almost every game's a home game. And and let's 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 all come out Saturday. I'll be here, I know, so to, I. to honor these seniors, Alex Barcelo and the gang. I mean, these is a great group. And, yeah, they uh, come out one, one last time and cheer these guys on, and that'll, that'll be a fun night. I want to reiterate the fact that uh, BYU's leading scorer tonight, we maybe didn't, haven't talked maybe even enough about, uh, Tishon Lucas. Uh, 14 points to go along with six assists. So in his two games against LMU, he averaged 15.5 points and 7.5 assists in the two wins over LMU this year. Yeah, you talk about those 52-point paints. I think 14 of them came from uh, Tijon. He was putting on a big man clinic down there, posting up his guy, a little <laughs> right-hand jump hook. I mean, it was impressive. And when you have a guard that can break down a defense, get in the paint, and be a, a scoring threat, also the ability to dish like he does, that super dangerous, hard on teams to defend. He was uh, terrific. He had another terrific night against LMU. I mean, he, he's played well against the Lions. BYU, as Mark notes, uh, was plus 40 in uh, in paint points. 52 for BYU to 12 for LMU tonight. Uh, just uh, one of the number of categories that BYU dominated tonight. Bench points was 19 to 7 in BYU's favor. Every second chance point went to BYU. 14 nothing. The Cougars in second chance points. The offensive rebounds were BYU 9 to 4 over LMU. And so category after category, BYU just took care of business. 39 to 23 was the rebound number for BYU overall. Uh, Eli Scott uh, held to uh, 12 points on 5 of 14 shooting, of course. Uh, no Kelly Lau Pepe uh, hampered uh, uh, the, the Lions somewhat. But uh, BYU did what it had to do for one of the few really comfortable wins this year. Really fun to see a team come out and kind of from the get-go put it on someone. I know I needed that, and I think this, this team needed it. Needed to have a, a nice win uh, to give them some confidence that, yeah, we're still this team, and we can still, you know, do this to teams. And uh, I, I, the, the defense, I thought, was much better, and that, that's a good trend because I think offense, they're really starting to come together. 
Gideon, Tijon, Alex, the gang, Kikela. But defensively, I think where it was lacking and to hold a team in a high-scoring game, really, to under 60 was nice. With the win, Mark Pope goes to 36-5 and in his 41 BYU home games. And <sighs> Coach Mark Pope has popped on the headset here courtside at the Marriott Center. BYU a 20-point win over LMU tonight, 79-59. to uh, Coach Pope, your thoughts on how the guys just came out and, again, kind of from the get-go showed uh, they were not going to be denied tonight. Yeah, I'm super, I'm super happy with our guys. Um, you know, not having Seneca was a concern for us. You know, we, we're we're trying to fix ourselves defensively. The, the the thing for us defensively is we have you know the first half we had a, we had three little technical things, little technical things that we didn't manage right. But with the exception of a three minute stretch, we had urgency on every single possession, like urgency on the defense. We had an edge on the defensive end. We had guys doing their job and trying to make plays and. Um, we're, you know, we, we have been a terrific defensive team this season. We got punched in the mouth with injuries and some losses and some schedule stuff and whatever. And then we, we're just trying to get back to like 100% of the possessions with desperation and urgency. I, I thought we made a step tonight. And I'm super happy about that. I'm really proud of our guys. Really proud of our guys. 52 points in the paint tonight for you guys. That's a season high. And... Alex, you know, maybe didn't have a big scoring night for you, but I thought, you know, coming off that high screen when they always just attack Alex, mm -hmm. that you guys did the best job all year of punishing teams for doing that, mm -hmm. whether it's kicking it to a corner three or finding Caleb and Foos off that, off that pick and roll there. I mean, to me, that, that was really impressive how, even though they kind of took Alex out of the game a little bit, Everybody else stepped up and made big plays. Yeah, I was really disappointed with us at St. Mary's on the offensive end dealing with the hard shows. It's so so frustrating because every year for the last three years we've prepared for hard shows with St. Mary's, and every year they don't go hard show. It's it's un, it's uncanny. They end up with a St. Mary's cover. They end up with the ball first, and they and then and then this time we go down there and they were just uh, they were just so diligent with like all the way to half court, two feet up the boards, hard show every time. And um, so you know we spent the week just just isolating the game and um, just accepting the fact that hey our fours and fives can be decision makers in a four on three and and giving Alex the space to kind of like to go play with the ball at half court and just accept it and let and let the let the guys go four on three and I thought our guys did a terrific job I thought we did a terrific job early uh, Caleb and Foose I thought were terrific early uh, in terms of exploiting some 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 uh, options we had in the in, in the post early, uh, I think we left a lot on the table in the paint. Actually, especially in the early in the second half, I thought we were just, you know, we're two feet in the basket. We just didn't finish, which happens sometimes. But I liked our effort in the paint, and I thought Alex was a huge catalyst for that as well as Tijon. Yeah, and, and you kind of mentioned it, but how, how strong was Caleb at the start of this game tonight, man? Yeah, and and it's, you see his confidence growing, and 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 you also see him. Um, we're okay. Okay. You also see him uh, loving. Um, um, he is so good. Like, what he is right now is good enough to be a star for us right now. And, he's, and he doesn't need to be more than what he is right now. And you've seen him on a tear. Really, um, it, didn't, it didn't exactly – I want to say it started at LMU, right? It's, it's been this last four mm -hmm. or five games. But I just think he's playing such high-level basketball. Um, and he has – you know he he impacts the game in so many ways, and I thought he was the best player on the court in the first half, and and um, and he can do that by just being him. 
and uh, I thought his decision making was great. His pace was great. You know, the, uh, you know, a couple of miscues in the second half, but man, I think I, I love his trajectory right now, and and um, it's it's really exciting to see him growth. We talk about our best basketball still being mm-hmm. ahead of us, and Caleb Lohner is a big part of that. Big part of it indeed. As we go to break, we already mentioned the valuable stat of the game in an earlier segment, but I'll I'll mention it as we go to break that uh, you mentioned, you know, a little bit of finishing work down low, but for the most part, I mean, BYU was a good finishing team inside, 17 for 20 on layups and dunks tonight. Uh, yep. and you can win with that. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, you know, I, it's, um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, we we're, we're have these two rookies making decisions, <laughs> you know, off the ball screen, short roll, and in the post against a double team and digs, and, and they're just getting better and better every day. And, that's what we need for us to for us to have our best basketball ahead of, ahead of us. We need those two to continue to be great. Talking about Foose and Atiki, and they were great tonight. We'll take a break and come back. Some closing comments with the coach, Mark Pope, as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so we are back courtside. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant visiting with you. BYU head coach Mark Pope on the headset. It is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Uh, coach Pope, you had a couple guys who didn't miss a shot out there tonight. Uh, Spencer Johnson was three for three, and Atiki Ali Atiki was three for three. They each have very different roles on your team, but two really important parts of what you hope to get done here down the stretch. Yeah, um, you know, I, I thought I thought both those guys were really really solid, uh, um, and they're just carrying a big load. There's no way around it. And and uh, like we talked about, this is a team that actually, you know, the best way to attack them is to they were going to force you to make your big decision makers, and I thought those guys were pretty solid tonight. Yeah, I, you mentioned Foose. I noticed before the game him, him going up against a guy like Eli Scott, who's such a veteran, a strong, big player, and I, I just love watching those two playing, and Foose holds his own or, or does better than Eli in a lot of ways, and he just you're excited about his future, but the immediate future – is he just continuing to get more and more healthy? I mean, he looks like he's fine out there. Is it just kind of keep an eye on it and does he just keep playing? Is that the plan? Yeah, and just keep praying, right? That's where, that's <laughs> where we're, we're at that point in this season where we, you know, it would be helpful if we don't lose another guy. I'm, I'm done losing guys. So let's <laughs> let's just say we're done with all the, the, the injury nonsense and just at least play it out this way. Knowing the full focus is on, on Pepperdine and finishing things out at home the right way, what can you say? about something that got alluded to earlier in the week about pursuing potentially a game between Saturday and Las Vegas yeah, next week. So we have ongoing conversations um, right now uh, with several teams, and it's just ongoing conversations. I'm guessing to get across the finish line is going to be hard um, to actually have it happen, but but we are entertaining conversations right now. Everybody's kind of Everyone's kind of told us, hey, let's feel out the weekend. Let's see how the weekend goes, see where we're at the end of the week. Yeah, it's also it's also it's also a it's a complicated um, it's a complicated call for us too. You know, you think about if we go to the East Coast and play a road game on Wednesday, and then fly back and play our first WCC game Friday, knowing we're you know, if, if we do our job, we're going to come back and play Saturday. You just like right, right now we're trying to calculate the the cost uh, benefit analysis of of squeezing a game in, you know, uh, f- f- with all the people we're talking to, essentially it has to be on the road for it to be a quad one game. And so 
you know, it's going to be a travel. And so if we can get a Tuesday, um, you know, it would be super helpful if it's a Wednesday. It's just as a gut-wrenching decision, um, especially when we've just lost so many bodies, right? It might feel different if we were walking this thing, feeling like we had a whole roster. But right now where we are, um, we're just so limited anyway. Um, I don't know. You know, we'll see. we we got to take care of Saturday, and we're going to do the same thing. Right. We're going to take care of Saturday. We'll be in the office all night Saturday night talking to everybody and trying to evaluate if there's something that – we think can help us without hurting us too much. Because the teams you're talking to, they're in, we got to play it Saturday mode as well, if not also Monday, et cetera. Exactly. Things, uh, things have to play out. Quite That's a bit exactly has to play right. out. Yep. And then, you know, as you said, cost, benefit, risk, reward, however you want to put yep. it, there's a lot on the line to consider. That's right. And that's why this time of season is great. I love it. I actually love having a game in our pocket that we can actually just see. Yeah. Like, it's actually awesome. We should do this every year. All right. You had about 13,000 in the building tonight, and you got senior night coming up on Saturday. We hope for another big crowd to send your guys off the right way. Yep. Um, and it was, it, it was, it was a fun night. The gym felt great. Uh, you know, super grateful people turning out in the snow. Um, you know, it just is we're, – we're just super grateful. And, yeah, I do think this team has – we have it in us. Now, we have to fight to unlock this. But but we're, we're, we're tiptoeing our way towards – towards being really good and playing great basketball at the right time. We have a massive defensive challenge ahead of us on Saturday, maybe one of the biggest defensive challenges in our league. Mm -hmm. And and um, and so we got to come ring the bell. But but right now, man, I'm excited about our trajectory. I'm excited about the guys stepping up to play and how they're playing. And, and uh, we got good stuff. Let's go. Last thing for you before I let you go, and by the way, second to last thing, because how cool is it to see, maybe you didn't see, Coach Rose and Cheryl were courtside tonight with Scott Rose. Great to see them back in the I building. I did not see that, but yeah. that is so fantastic. I, it's completely unsurprising, not because what Coach is going through is easy, but because Coach is just, hmm. he just is the toughest person you'll ever meet. And I'm so happy to hear that. Man, I'm so happy to hear that. That's wonderful. Yeah, so I, I guess that'll be the last thing for you then. So, okay. oh, no, the last the last last thing was going to be 20 wins. Let's let's let's, let's know that that for a 16th time in the last seven, 17 seasons BYU is a 20 win program yeah it's um it, that, that's it's a pretty incredible track record and and um it's it's uh it's fun to get to be a part of it and and uh let's just all I want to do is get to 21 man can you. we just get to 21 <laughs> like is that asking too much is it's that not. does that sound selfish <laughs> we're not. just saying can we just get to 21 and then and then we'll we'll, we'll kind of have this conversation after the game Saturday see if we can get to 22 20, 21 beckons on Saturday coach we'll see you back in the gym tomorrow thank right, you thanks guys appreciate right, you. that's coach Mark Pope and that is going to do it for tonight's BYU basketball broadcast our appreciation to the entire crew back at BYU radio our coordinating producer Terry South our court our uh, control board operators Corbin Radford and Logan Gardner our broadcast intern was Jake Roper tonight. Uh, we thank Sean O'Neill. We thank our fill-in studio host, Landon Southwick, for great work tonight. Our engineers, Barry Squires and Sean Fay. That is our BYU radio group. Uh, we appreciate Matthew Lerman, the basketball sports information director for LMU, for setting up our pregame chat with Coach Alan Edwards of the LMU staff. And, of course, BYU Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jecks, along with uh, John McBride for their help on our side with player and coach interviews. We, we spoke with Mark Pope, you just heard, and Spencer Johnson as well during our postgame coverage. That just leaves the guys on the headset. I want to thank Greg Rubel. <laughs> Greg Rubel is so awesome. We had a young man come up during time. I said, I love to hear your voice. Amen, brother. I, you speak for all of Cougar Nation. We love to hear Greg Rubel's voice. Thank you, Greg Rubel. And I want to thank uh, Mark Durant for being the best uh, broadcast partner any 
play-by-play guy could have, and I've been saying that for 25 seasons now. So you stuck with me, man. Yeah, we'll we'll take it to the finish line wherever that's going to be. All right. So for Mark, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU basketball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.